welcome back to the Book of Ramblings. Uh, today with us we have João, say hi. Hello. And Philippe. Hey. And Hugo. Hey. Uh, so, Oof. today we are talking... <laughs> today. <laughs> it, was, it was my, my alter ego talking. Um, so so today today we we are talking about meme culture and to better understand what memes are because we really need this part like memes are the the worst thing uh, to understand. Um, I believe you two guys have some definitions that we can flavor. Sure. Uh, you want to go first? Uh, I think we should start by the original of all meme definitions. That I believe you have. All right. The OG. So, a meme, according to Richard Dawkins, is a, a word to, to describe a cultural uh, phenomenon, an idea in the collective mind of a, a given community. Uh, the entire basis around this word was a... It comes from a, a Greek root, from the mimemi, I think that's how you pronounce it, but he wanted it to be monosyllabic, with a connection to the word gene, therefore it became meme. The entire idea behind it is the, the transmission of uh, a cultural idea that can be easily trans transmitted between people, with also a, a, a connection to the word memory, and as, as said by him, it should be pronounced to write with the word cream. Just, you know, just a fun fact right there. The, the idea, why he, he came up with, it, with this idea was he wanted to create a parallel between how a given number of um, ideas could be transmitted. Uh, just like genes can. Therefore, sometimes he used the uh, the concept of a meme pool, just like we have for genes, like a gene pool. There's a, an idea in, in a given community, people start talking about it, dispersing it, and every now and again it could be kept and transmitted to other people. That's essentially it. That This is the original one. But you, Philippe, have the more um, the more current one, right? Yeah, I have uh, uh, the way that uh, scientists define memes as internet memes that we're talking about a little bit more today. So they define it, internet meme as something that can be generally understood as a collection of user-generated content which share some form of, or common characteristics within its content. So it's content that it's created by the users and that all that content shares a, com a group of common characteristics. So the same image, the same sound bite, the same text, and a certain form or characteristics that within a meme all share, all share the same. So uh, if I'm being clear. Yeah, and it's interesting for me, right? Because the, the entire idea, the, um, the current idea of what a meme is, generally connected with a, a level of humor and funny ha-has, um, com does come from the, the definition of... Um, from Dawkins, because all he, he wanted to describe is how uh, conceptual ideas are transmitted between people. And that's exactly, if you really look at it, what memes today are, right? Even if they are jokes, they are sometimes reflective, they are also, uh, they also possess a, a level of self-awareness, and uh, sometimes a, a level of uh, critique from a social uh, standpoint. And there's always a reference to them at a given point, but as they evolve, the reference sometimes gets lost, but they still make their ways and make their rounds around uh, different communities and leave one community to another, to, to such an extent that they people actually start to incorporate them into their normal conversations in daily lives outside of the medium of the internet. Yeah, of course. So Richard Dawkins, I will just redefine it the, the way I see it. 
It's uh, so he defines the meme. And by the way, I read his uh, book about atheism. And uh, when he suddenly starts talking about memes, I I felt very confused. <laughs> so <laughs> so that's a thing. Beware. Um, he's talking about this. Uh, so the meme is the what you can reduce a cultural bit into. So it's uh, the tiniest speck of culture that can be transmitted from one generation to the next, which is very funny again because memes, like in funny internet memes, are the same thing in a sense. So they um, they are tiny specks of culture that we transmit and share through the internet. Usually they last like a week and. <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Philip is doing again weird gestures for me here because he kind of disagrees. The thing is, most memes last like a week. Most. Most. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's fun. So, um, what can we define as the meme culture? Yeah, I believe that's a, a, a bit of a more complex, uh, idea, especially because meme itself, it's hard to describe. I gave you a definition, uh, but from all articles I read, defining memes is extremely hard. Uh, because it's a very the process process in itself uh, includes mutation and change. So meme culture, I would understand it as the whole uh, community that its memes create. But that's the hard part about it because memes are in essence a communication a mechanism. They are communication. Memes are just a form of communication, a different one. So the fact that meme culture formed around it, what I mean by this is that they did enter our normal culture. That's its a reality. But they formed the kind of different culture around them in the sense that certain memes only make sense in the context of other memes, if I'm making, if I'm being clear. Yeah, yeah. yeah you are. In the sense that some memes no longer talk about culture in general, they are simply like, um, I don't want to use the, this word as a bad gatekeeping, but not gatekeeping in the sense of, I don't want you here, but they function as a, you're in or you're out of the meme group, you understand the joke. It's a meme within a meme. Yeah, many memes are just that, they're nothing else but something so weird that if you don't, you weren't there when it was created, if you, nobody explained it to you, it makes no sense. And that's where meme culture is created. This idea that you're either in or out. You either understand the joke, or you either understand the meme, or then it's just a jumble of things that makes no sense to you. I... I'm not incredibly versed in memes, so to speak. <laughs> But in doing a bit of research for this for this um, episode, I found something very interesting, which was a connection between a what the current meme culture is and a, a philosophical ideology, which is interesting for us because we recently had a conversation about this, which was actually really surreal for me. But the entire point is that um, there's a level of um, absurdism into meme culture, right? The entire point is that let's if you see uh, the world as it is right now from the perspective of the of the the Gen Z and even the the, the millennial uh, generation, you we are seeing a lot of problems relating to race inequality, uh, violence, um, even corruption to, to to some extent, and one can fall into a level of um, nihilism, right? And I have a, a little thing here. In 2018, for example, there was a poll conducted by the Pew Research Center, which indicated that 70% of American teens reported themselves depression and anxiety as a major problem. So there's this big climate of uh, negativity around them. But the way they used 
to cope with all of this is memes as a, um, a vehicle for dark humor, gen which is commonplace in the internet nowadays, as a way to indicate a level of self-awareness, but even um, just a, a little escapism, so to speak. So sometimes you could see some... Um, uh, a news outlet talking about some uh, some something that is incredibly tragic, and one of the comments you'll just say see someone say "oof," and to us, you know, we're kind of into uh, meme culture, so we kind of understand that's somewhat sarcastic, but also a, a level of recognition of, of what happened. It's not really disrespectful to to the person who wrote that, but to someone who is not into into meme culture, you could see that is as nihilistic and incredibly disrespectful. But to the people who are inside the meme culture. It's just accepting the absurdity that is reality and taking a little solace into into the comedy of it of it all, so to speak. I don't know. I, f I found that this quite interesting. Um, so I'm going to say something. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Go ahead. Um, do you think that so you related the meme culture with the depression and everything? I think memes are um, so memes started as and they are still pretty much a reflection of uh, culture. Yeah. So yeah. and then they became they went on and became their own culture, their own little capsule but um do you think so the creator shapes the tool and then the tool shapes the creator so do you think that by portraying depressive thoughts in a funny manner uh maybe some people by being in an environment where depression it feels like it's all around them for example do you think that would lead someone to become more prone to become themselves depressive so uh it, it's a correlation versus causation you know so you said that essentially people use memes as a way to express their feelings sure. right yeah. and to, so it's a coping mechanism but I'm looking at it uh, the other way around. So do you think that some people that wouldn't be as depressive if it wasn't for the culture that surrounds them right now, which involves memes? Oh, you're asking if the memes can contribute to a yes, level of depression and anxiety? Yeah. Uh, that's a question for our resident psychologist, Philip. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a psychologist yet. Sure, sure. Close uh... enough. Come on. <laughs> So what you're saying is interesting, but then I have a question back to you in a sense, which is how would you imagine the memes are contributing to this depression? Is it because they're transmitting an idea of saying, oh, the world is bad here because they're saying, okay, this is wrong or they are transmitting an idea in a comedic way, maybe of like the, the earth is going to become uh, hotter and hotter every day so transmitting a sad idea or a depressive thought even in a funny way do you think but what a you're nodding so <laughs> is that it <laughs> but basically so it, it's like the i've i think i've talked about this in the, in the previous episode somewhere i don't remember where exactly but essentially so you may be happy because you have a car, mm -hmm. right? But you're only happy when you remember that you have the car. Mm -hmm. And you may be sad because there are people dying. But you will only be sad when you remember that there are people dying. So by being constantly bombarded with depressive stuff, even if it's funny, which it is, mm -hmm. or not, some are just, you know... Yeah, some are bad jokes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yes, about taste, I guess. Yes, some are very bad jokes. Yeah. <laughs> it's... 
It's taste. Yeah. You can't... Not, not always, but yes. But about... So, if you're constantly bombarded with this kind of stuff, don't you feel that it would maybe affect your disposition? Uh, what you're saying makes complete sense, and it could for sure. Uh, my counter-argument, if I can say it that way, is that it's all around you already. You turn on the news, it's there. You scroll through your internet, your social media, whatever. It's there in a news article or in someone talking about seriously. Do you see what I mean? It's there in... Yeah. Various stimulus, in various forms of stimulus, seriously, being, being treated as a serious matter. So I believe that the way people try to turn it into a joke is to take that serious out and to just laugh about it, you know, just... Yeah. I believe that the way our culture has changed into more depressive and uh, with more anxious, I believe memes are a reflection and of course the reflection turns back at you, so it for sure affects you. It cannot. But I believe that it's very individual. It depends if you look at that and you laugh and you keep going. Would you look at that laugh and then you get worse? You know what I mean? It's a very yeah. individual process that, uh, from what I understand and from what I read, for actual depressive people, it helps with coping. That's interesting. For people with depression or subclinical depression, you know, very slight. To no yeah, for, but for people who are normal, I can tell you. Uh, normal meaning they don't have any of these problems. Uh, we are all normal people. So. <laughs> we, we, I don't know exactly if it makes you feel better or worse worse when you see these things but for people with depression there are some studies that show that they, it helps with coping but then again it depends with everything do you then are motivated to change or does it motivate you to stay because that's another thing that memes can do can they normalize depression and make you feel like it's okay to have it in a sense that you sh you shouldn't try to change it then that's bad but if it helps you you know because depression is like any it's like any other uh, psychopathology you can't change it in a day so things that help you survive survive each day, yeah. they're important. Totally. So, for example, if you see a meme, which this is a meme that I found somewhere, uh, a meme of uh, say, a person giving a thumbs up with a little smile and saying, I, might, I, I, am, I may look like a fly, but I want to die, right? This is a, this is the, the kind of stupid memes that, you, that you'll see <laughs> on the internet right now. Very, very stupid, right? But the idea is someone might f look at this meme, laugh and, and say, huh, I, I get you, right? Like, there's a level of understanding, right? I understand where where this joke comes from, and they just laugh and just keep moving on. But there's also the possibility of someone looking at this and then realizing what this joke means and then have a self-reflective moment that puts them in a position where they say, oh, this is where I am now. So there's a self-reflection that helps them either get out of depression or get into depression? Is that it? Uh, what I was trying to say is that it might, if that's the situation you're describing of like kind of an insight, it helps you get an insight into yourself, then it's fantastic. Right. Because the meme didn't make you depressed. Yeah. It yeah, yeah but, gave... but it could could it make you aware of uh, a mental state that you were, weren't previously aware of? Yeah. Any experience with your reality can... Anytime you reflect about yourself, right. it can... And anything that helps you get some insight about yourself is fantastic. What I, what I was trying to say is, that it, does it motivate you to act on it? Meaning change and try to get help? Uh, because some depression is biological and you might need psychiatric help. 
or psychological help, ser- therapy. So does it motivate you to try to change and get help? Or does it create an own cult, its own culture where you kind of justify yourself being there? This is where I believe this kind of yeah, that's, can be dangerous. Yeah, that's the main question in a, in a sense. And I believe that we've reached a, uh, a point where we are very nihilistic, like in, the, in society. It's also, I believe, tied to how religion is less prevalent. Yeah, uh, I'm not religious, but I have to confess that religion used to give people some degree of direction uh, in their lives. So it's uh, it still I, gives. I can easily yeah, it still gives. It yeah. still gives. But I'm talking about like mainly our generation. I feel like, and I've seen studies and statistics about it. We are probably there has never been a less religious generation in the, in the records of history maybe in prehistory but not that we recorded yeah. so that's very for me that's interesting in the sense that are memes a reflection so memes are a reflection of something that was already happening so or are memes uh, something that is boosting it but i think that all media it's is kind of uh, both so yeah i just wanted to bring that that up because memes especially i think have this uh, connection to you because they make you laugh and they provoke you and they make you you have a physical reaction to something you can i mean you can also have a physical reaction to other uh, mediums but i think memes are the ones that provoke you the most as in they are the ones that will get the reaction out of you the most on a daily basis so you can be angry at the news at the news or something like that but usually what you'll do is laugh, laugh at memes at least for our generation uh, yeah it's everywhere yeah that's it uh, i don't know maybe maybe memes would be something that gives you as you said insight but for as you said i I hate to use the term normal people (laughs) because it's we're all normal we all have our our things our goods and bads so um, it's normally more a statistical sense it's where the majority of people are i'm trying to understand here what you're trying to express so you're saying that for normal people in uh, in air quotes um memes will give you an insight as to what you are really feeling is that what you are um i was trying to say it might man it might yeah yeah. so but are you so essentially what i understood from what you said is people were already feeling bad but they were not aware of it is that it no no no. uh... people were already knew very well where they were memes are just a way of getting getting through you know just it's yeah. something that helps you yeah i understood that part i was yeah i was talking about what john said yeah it's a it's a coping mechanism to deal with the increasing levels of anxiety and depression that the current situation in the world brings onto the generation and uh, just for a point of reference this is more um, connected to the gen z to gen z's and uh, millennials yeah, because because they're the ones who use internet yeah, mostly. It's more the, the yeah, memes came more... came from a, a couple of generations that were either born into or grew into the into the internet. They have higher internet literacy. Let's say that way. So yeah, of course, if you watch the news more than you look at memes, then the the news or TV or whatever they affect you most. If you look more at memes than you do the other things, then that form of communication. And I believe memes have another thing. They're personal in a sense that when you look at a TV show or something, they kind of mean that you don't think there's a person on the other side, if I know what I mean. Memes, you know, I could do that. I can go yeah. to Photoshop real quick or paint even and do something. Yeah, memes are very easy to make, which uh, which is one of the factors why as, as to why they're so widespread. 
some yeah, memes. Some. There are very complex memes now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like surreal memes. In, that's in, that's a journey. As, yeah. as with any culture, the, the, there's always people that take it a lot further than yeah. everyone else. Yeah. And, then, so. and then there's subcultures, right? Microcultures yeah. inside meme culture, which is absolutely wild. That, that's when you understand that memes are a new form of communication. It's a, it's a, it's a shorthand, like everything else. Language try to make things easier to say. So certain images for us are now shorthand for something more complex, like uh, Michael Jordan crying or... Uh, the looking white guy. Yeah, yeah th those, th those are shorthands. They mean th something... The image itself means something that we decided as a group. So... Uh, but coming back quickly to the insights, what I was just trying to say was that memes are a cultural phenomenon. So, in a sense, they reflect what you're thinking. So when uh, when you make them and when you read them, you also it only makes sense to you if you have a way to make sense of it. The, their meaning, if I'm being clear. Yeah. If yeah. what's it's written there is completely abstract to you, meaning this kind of dark humor touching on suicide, like the example John gave, or depressive thoughts in general. If it doesn't make sense to you at all, you won't laugh. It, it will be nothing. It will mean nothing to you. If it's not on, on your sphere, or, yeah. it just goes over your, your head. The worst, Which is yeah. a meme in on itself, by the way. The whoosh, that's a meme. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Everything is a meme. <laughs> Everything is a meme. <laughs> in the subreddit. Yeah, yeah, whoosh. Oh, that's... But, yeah... <laughs> Uh, it, those are some good memes. But, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you either get, oh, this is a stupid thing you're saying, you want to die, because you're not in on the joke. But... Yeah, but there, there's a degree of empathy. I, I, so you, I never wanted to die as a, you know, I've questioned myself, like, do I want to live? But I've never thought, oh, I want to yeah, die, yeah. you know? But I can see the empathy and feel like, oh, this, you know, it, it's not like I feel it, but I can feel it. Yeah, yeah you understand in, where the person is coming from and yeah, the meme becomes yeah, exactly. um, a way of expression and escapism and yeah, yeah. there's always a level of empathy there. Just like uh, art uh, that was made by people with a uh, like very, very bad psychosis. I can understand what like the yeah. art is a way of them telling me what they're feeling and I feel like the memes are yeah. like the the folks way of saying it. So it's like our folklore, like our modern yeah. folklore. It's the memes essentially. Oh god, I don't like that. <laughs> why? Right. I don't know. I don't know why. It's, it just struck me. Memes are folklore now. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, memes are folklore. Oh, no. Yeah, it's nice, man. It's good. It's, yeah, it is. It's, I'm uh, conflicted. The, the thing I like the most about memes is that it's that they're democratic. Anyone yeah. can yeah. do them. I love democracy. I love the <laughs> republic. I love. I, love. I will, um, guys. I think this is good for our first part. Yeah. With John ending saying that he loves the Republic. I think this is a very good ending. Thank you for listening to the Book of Ramblings. Please join us on our next part as we are uh, struggling to get new people to hear our podcast. You can follow us on our socials in the description. Thank you and until the next week. <laughs> <laughs>